Hey guys, back for episode 6. I'm going to make this quick. Uh, this episode was a very random idea. It wasn't supposed to... This wasn't supposed to be the episode. I actually was going to do an interview or, or something else. And I was asking someone, you know, Hey, what are some things you'd like to know about me? And then that kind of got the ball rolling. And I messaged my friends and family. And they came through as they always do. And then... They started sending me a lot of questions, and I got a lot of good ones. And, yeah, I I really had fun, and I know people are probably like, well, why is he doing this second? I had to redo it because I covered up the damn mic, and I sounded horrible. But, anywho, we got it done. Uh, Please, guys, keep supporting. I love you all for really giving this a try and and helping me through this and the more you support and the better it gets uh, I think we can really do something and I've gotten some good feedback from some people I don't know and they're giving telling me good things and I've reached out to some people and they're uh, I got an interview on Thursday with someone I don't know we'll we'll see Uh, this will um this will go somewhere, and I, I'm going to try my ass off for it. And anybody has ideas, get a hold of me. You know, comment, um, five stars. You know, subscribe, do all that. Let's let's see what we can do with this. And uh, if you want your story told, just go to myblurredopinion.com, or excuse me, myblurredopinion at gmail.com. And yeah. One quick ad, and we will be right back. Hey guys, we're back with your favorite part. Back with your favorite part. It's the ad. Um, my ad is Anchor, and I'm just happy with this because of how easy it is. Um, as I've said in many episodes, um, my depression beats me up, and if this wasn't so easy to do. I would have given up on it pretty quickly. And now I'm very, very committed. Um, You can download the app at any app store on any device. Um, You can get it on... You can also check it out on their website, which is anchor.fm. And like I said, the tools are very simple. Just hit record. Once you make an account... And once you got your audio, you can put in little drops, you put in music, you can trim things down. It's on all platforms like Apple and Spotify. Um, yeah, guys, check it out. Hope you enjoy. And uh, back to the episode. All right, we're back from that fantastic ad. So I got a list of questions that a lot of people ask me. and I'm not going to say who gave me what. I mean, maybe here and there, but, you know, I got a lot of questions from a lot of different people, and they're all super fascinating, and I'm actually, none of these were mine, maybe one. Um, so, my first question is, who are you? Now, I told you about the eye stuff, and I told you about, um, you know, some of my schooling, just some of the things I've gone through, at least the beginning and to the halfway point, but there's a lot more to tell you, but... Just in general, who is Timothy James West? 
Wow, that's weird just saying my name. I feel like I'm in trouble. Um, but yeah, so obviously that's my name. I was born in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. And as I said, I lived in Philadelphia for about 22, 23 years. And then moved back to Williamsport for the last five and a half. Um, I am 31, be th- turning 32 on October 6th. Um, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a very out-of-the-box thinker, I guess. I don't know, maybe that sounds corny, but that's kind of how I am. Uh, a free thinker. I'm very, very open-minded to a lot of different really anything i'm open to hear even things if i if i'm let's say i'm i'm debating with somebody i'm willing to be wrong and i'm willing to hear what they have to say cuz i'm very big into other cultures i'm big into different types of music uh, i try not to pigeonhole pigeonhole myself into a box and stay i like i like to learn about whatever's out there i like to say i know a little about a lot of things um, I'm a, I'm a huge animal lover. I'm one of those people that would say I love animals a lot more than I love people. Now, that doesn't mean the people that I love, I don't love equally. But, in general, I love animals. Um, obviously I've said that I lost my cat, Diva, and I'm still really coping with that. Um, I loved her dearly, and I'm still trying to get over that. I really am. It's, I don't think I ever will. She meant a lot to me more than than anything there may be people that i love equally but there's no one i could say i love more than that cat um like i said she was she kept me sane and honestly i felt like a lot of times i was living for her or one of the reasons i was still living was because of her but yeah i'm a huge animal lover i love nature um i I like looking into documentaries even if it's stuff that i don't even really know anything about um, I like listening to podcasts. Um, I'm really big into, I wouldn't say I'm, no, I shouldn't say I'm really big into fashion. I just like to match things. I match my like silicone bands to my shirt, to my shoes. Um, you know, I'm a big Timberland guy. I wear Timberlands all the time, even in the summer. Yeah. I'm one of those guys. I don't really go by like a dress code. Like, oh, you should wear this and that and bright colors here. No, I like bright colors in general. Uh, favorite colors lime green. Um, yeah, um, I guess you could say I'm an Apple guy too, but I'm more of a just a tech guy. I love to work on other people's uh, phones, but I'm really good with Apple products. Um, product placement. No, I I just love. I just I really that's another like little side thing I like to do is to help people with my phones, or help people with their phones or iPads or computers and stuff. I constantly helping my grandmother but that's just like a old people thing um let's see i mean those are like my two passions other than you know helping people i've I've done some volunteering with animals and some motivational speaking i mean i guess you can kind of put this in that too but uh like hobbies i'm i'm becoming a better bowler thanks to my buddy tommy who's also my supervisor but he has me on the bowling team there's two of us on there who are visually impaired um i believe that's one of the questions too by the way uh yeah one of the questions is what is it like to bowl while being visually impaired so 
I can kind of answer that while I'm in this one. Um, it's very hard. Uh, Tommy's a very good bowler. He's like a 200 average guy. He, I've seen him get in the 250s. I guess his best his best is like 270 something, um, 277 or something like that. I don't I don't want to misquote it. I don't I don't know. But in two in the 270 or 275, whatever it is. Um, and I've taken a lot of pointers from him. But he also has my friend Julie on the team, and I've taken some pointers from her who is a really good bowler, especially for the circumstances. And I think that's something that her and I both get frustrated with ourselves because we can't. I don't know if we'll ever be as good as we'd like to be because of our eyes. And, you know, both our eyes are fading in the wrong direction. And it, it, it it's, we're not, we get really into our, our heads. Um, she has her way, I have mine, but we do really good. If I'm, if I'm being honest, because we can't see those dots to put that ball in between there. And, and so we have to find our own way. And I've learned a lot from her. And obviously I learned a lot from Tommy, who ha- does have complete sight. But he's a really good guy. And, you know, he's done a lot for me for just for work. And, and just just especially for bowling or anything. He's just a good guy. Um, whenever he decides to listen to the podcast, he's going to love this part. Because he's a little conceited. He loves to hear his name. But I love him. He's a good guy. Anywho, um, other hobbies, I love shopping on Amazon and buying sneakers and not sneakers off Amazon, but buying sneakers and, um, yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big like movies, like the stream different shows and I, I don't even watch many movies anymore. Actually, I, I really like to just stream a good show and get lost in into it. And there you go. Um, Think. Is there anything else I could say about myself? It's just weird to go, hey, this is who I am. And... Like, some would say I'm a collector because I have so many shoes. Like, I have, like, 20-some pair of Tims and, I don't know, 30-some pairs of Jordans or whatever Whatever it is. No, nah, it's really, it, you know, I could have more. I just don't collect. I wear all my stuff. Um, same with, like, like, my shirts, like, all my polo shirts and all that and Levi jeans and all. Like, I don't. I love Levi jeans, but I don't collect them. I wear them all. Same with my shoes. Or at one point, I had a lot of hats, and you know, I got a lot of cologne and whatever. I don't. I just don't collect. Um, I, I I don't think collecting is wearing or you you know using your things. Like people who collect action figures, action figures they don't take them out of the box. They do, and then there's no value to them. Um, so yeah. Um, anything else? No, I don't. You know. I'm sure I'm missing some stuff. If I can remember, I'll try to go back to it. But um, let's see. Next question. Um, how are you treated by your family? Uh, now, this question was in reference to being, you know, dealing with the sickness. Um, I don't... I mean, my mom was obviously a soldier and, and my grandma was obviously amazing they were the two biggest supports, but I mean, there were some people that definitely visited me. I don't think enough did. Um, you know, I know there's a lot of, I mean, I, I really always have felt like I'm the kind of the sheep of the family in a weird black sheep, I guess you want to call it. Um, now part of it is me because I'm very socially awkward and, you know, we just had a family reunion and there's a lot of good people there, but I, I don't, I don't know a lot of them. My mom would ask me, like, you know, is so-and-so there? I'm like, I don't even know who that is. And, you know, there's some good people there. And 
And I just, I don't know. Maybe I, I, I've never really felt like I fit in many places. And, and I, I don't know. Like I said, I, I know part of it's me. I don't know part of it isn't. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in my family that never really, I was that close with anyway. Like, I'm not very close with my dad's side of the family. Um, I love my aunt, um, Aunt Marge. She's wonderful. Um, I do have regrets with not staying in touch with my grandma on that side. She was a good person. Um, but I was young. I made my choices, and this is what it is. Um, my dad and I have a relationship. Something I can go into further down the road. Um, it's like a friend thing, but it's 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 healthy. It's not terrible. Um, as far as um, my side of the family, I mean, you know, my cousin Penny, and you know, like there there's some you know really good people in my family. I, I'm close with, but I you know, the majority of them, eh, I don't, you know, like my uncle, I don't, nah, no thanks. But um, then my the Puerto Rican side of my family. I wouldn't say we're all really close, but everybody kind of went in their own direction. And people are reaching out now, and, you know, it's still like we're still family. Because biologically, we're really not, but we'll all still be family regardless, you know. And, um, you know, like I love my cousin Anna, and, you know, my aunt Jolanda, and, you know, like there, there's, you know, and Lee, and, and there's, there's, there's a lot of good people in that side of family. Everybody just kind of went in their direction, and, I took it personal in the beginning, but I, that's not what it was in hindsight now. But, you know, I, I honestly, I thought I was treated better by the Spanish side of the family a lot of times because I never felt like alienated. I never felt different, even if they spoke a different language or it was a little darker than me or whatever. Um, and that's another topic I'd like to go into at some point about race and just how it falls, how how's it how it places in my, my life because I have a totally different take. And it's and it's topical, so that'll be another one down the road. Um, but yeah, like I said, it wasn't great, it wasn't terrible, it wasn't amazing. Could have had better support, but from the people who did, were overly supportive. So that's okay. Um, what are my weaknesses? Hmm, weaknesses. That's a good one. Well, animals are absolutely my weakness for sure. You know. I'm not a kid person. Now, don't take that in any... Take it as the way I meant it. I don't like kids. Now, there's some cute kids out there. Um, but I'm happy I don't have any. Which I guess is another thing I could have said about myself. I don't have any. Um, I'm very happy I don't. Now, it doesn't mean there's not cute kids out there. It doesn't mean they're all bad or whatever. But I don't really find them that cute. Um, for the most part. But if you put a little kitten or a puppy in front of me, I melt. It's like, oh, look at that guy. So, um, weaknesses. Is that, I mean, I don't know if I should tell all my secrets, should I? No, I, I guess it depends how you look at it. I would say my eyes are also my weakness. Because, well... I always tell people I'm a very visual person and that's the irony of me because everything I do and everything I like to do, like I love, like I'm just, I'm just very vivid and, and visual. Like it's not, um, 
even with like talking, I like to, or like getting to know someone, I like to either talk on the phone or be in person. All this text crap does nothing for me. Um, I'm very, yeah, I, I love to just watch it down and just watch a show. Now, I do like to lay back and listen to the radio. So I'm also, I don't even know, the, I can't think of the word right now. My brain's fried from work, but I'm being, you know, like I like audio format as well. I mean, that's kind of a visual impaired blind thing. Listen to the tapes when you're young and coming in the mail in those green boxes. Um, which, weirdly enough, I've had to, I had to grind those up at one of the jobs I had, which was kind of cool, I guess. Um but yeah, it's my weakness because it's there's times where like I really feel good about myself, like I feel whatever sexy, cool, whatever smart or whatever it is I'm feeling good about myself, and then I go, someone just goes like, "Oh, can you hand me that?" and I go to reach for it, and I'm not even in the vicinity of it because I feel and I feel so stupid, and I I look at myself and I just beat myself down, and so it really is a weakness. Which is, I mean, I guess people would say it's pretty obvious, but, you know, I'm just trying to give you a little more details of why it is. Um, but, it, yeah, it, it's it's a constant struggle. Because if my eyes are doing well, I feel very good. Even though my good is, good or great, is not even half of what most people's are, not even close. So, that's, you know, that's part of the problem. Um but yeah, I, I I do okay. I guess some would say I do really well. I gotta figure out a ways to figure out ways to be happier about dealing with it. Cause no matter what, I'm stuck with this. Unless this one surgery I'm working on can come through. But yeah, but animals one hundred percent is my weakness. I can't even I don't I'm I'm not even I don't even care to debate that one. Um I'll have to think more on that one because I don't, I don't really know. I would say them if I knew, but yeah, that's good for now. Uh, what if, oh, okay, this is one that's really good. What if you didn't get sick? Now, I like this one because it can go many directions, but I've always thought about this. What if it never happened to me? And we all dream and, you know, one day things could get better, or what if it never happened? Um,. I would not be anything like who I am today. I know that for a fact. Because I have these inner thoughts about... Like I have these thoughts that kind of pop into my head that are not how I really feel. And I just go like, ooh. Like, why did, why did that pop in? And it's just doubt and depression and blah, blah, whatever it is. But it's thoughts I know I could absolutely... Like I could actually feel that way if... I had a different lifestyle and a different perspective and I didn't have, like, I would judge people probably. I don't know. I mean, most people that don't, like, I, you know, I've dealt with, I deal with people on a daily basis who don't have any disability or any problems. And no, they're not all bad. Some are really nice and really good about it. But usually in the case of that, it's usually people who either do one of two things. They either overreact i'm like oh let me hold your hand and, and and try to pamper and baby you or they just don't acknowledge it and act like oh yeah you know get over yourself type of thing it ain't that big of a deal you get disability and all that shit and it's like no it's 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 not either just treat me like a person 
understand that maybe I'm if I need your help, I'll say something. But treat me no different. That's all I ever want. And, uh, you know, I've found some good people in my life who are on the opposite side of the track, I guess you could say. People would sight, and they don't judge me at all. And they love me for who I am. And that's all I could ever want from anyone. Um, but, yeah. If it never happened, I know I would be a totally different person. I mean, it, there's no debating that. I... I really don't... I think I would be a very judgmental person because I have the anger and all that. Maybe I'd be a happier person. I mean, that, that that's the twist of it. I probably could be a happier person. and But I might be more conceited and think highly of myself more so. Um, I know one of the things I loved before was I was into cars. So maybe I'd be one of those like hot rod guys drive around, I have my hair all quaffed and just think I'm the shit and you know, flex my muscles. Ah, it'd be great. Now I'd yeah, I'd probably be a real douche, honestly. And um I mean I was a really smart kid. I was you know, I I, I don't know, I, I and I was a really kind kid. But tragedy struck and changed everything. So I mean maybe maybe not much would change, but if I didn't have all that happen, I never would have gotten to Philly and I would have never met different cultures and, and got to be around and meet some of the people that changed who I was for the good. Not a bad stuff happened too, but that's life. Um, and I really think, you know, unfortunately I live in a town where it's a little more closed-minded. And a very white town. Yes, there's a there's a black population, and unfortunately, you know, there's just it's just a, div- a divide. And I mean that that's a lot of the world, but there's a lot of people that just get along and don't give a shit about any of that stuff. So, to me, I know I'd be a different person. I'd be whatever people put in my head as a kid, and I had I got to learn my own experience, and I got to see how people treated me different and it made me who I am I know I'm rough around the edges but I know that's just me Uh, and that's like I said I can't change who I am at this point you say either love me or hate me and that's it I'm okay with either one I mean I'm obviously really okay if you love me but I if you don't like me that's cool you know I'm I'm not for everybody and that's okay and not everybody's for me. Um, so yeah, that, that's that question. Um, what if you didn't get sick? Oh, duh, just read that one. Uh, I just read that with such confidence too. Um, okay, yeah, this is the same person sent me this one. What are the positives that come from all this? Or that came from all this? So it, it's kind of in the same vein as what I just answered. Um, I, I, I think... The the fact that I'm so open-minded and understanding to other people's plights and I don't look at people any different. I'll, gi- I'll give you two examples. There was a girl, this is when I was still living in Philly, there was a girl at the mall. She was in a wheelchair and I, I promise I'm not saying it's just to make me sound good. I, I can be a sweetie but... That's 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 nor here or there. So 
there was a girl in a wheelchair and her family kind of just let her sit out in the middle of the mall and she, you can tell she just felt like out of place. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a very socially awkward person and I'm a little better now, but I remember going up to her and I said, hey, you all right? And she said, yeah. And I just told her she was really pretty and just said, you know, hang in there or whatever and just gave her a compliment. Um, she smiled and was like really happy and, and that made my day. I wasn't doing it to hit on her or whatever. I just was just trying to be nice to her because I know what it's like to feel out of place and, you know, and so on. Um, another one. I'm not going to mention this person. This was in high school. There was a girl who was super shy and really sweet person and found out she kind of had a crush on me. And she was a couple grades below me. You know, and she wasn't an ugly girl or anything, but she she just had no confidence or whatever. And I just said, screw it. Do you want me to be your first kiss? And I said, she said, yeah. And again, it was just this weird thing. But I know she appreciated it, and I appreciated just doing something for her. Because I know what it's like when people just, no one desires you or wants you. Um, and she's, she's, you know, doing a lot better in life. And nothing nothing ever came from that. She's doing well and everything, but it wasn't meant to, you know, start something. It was just, you know, hey, you're a friend and I'm just, I mean, I mean, again, maybe something could have, but that wasn't my, my point. And uh, so I don't think things like that would I would ever do. I mean, like I said, again, you know, I'm, I'm just guessing at some of these because can't go back and you can't change you can't you know this is this is not a family guy episode where you can just pause and just you know jesus comes in the room and you have to know family guy but and he comes in and just looks back at the family and goes like hey see if you would have treated your family better you would have done this this could have happened or if you keep doing this this is gonna happen you can't do that so um, but yeah, I know it absolutely would be, I can't say I would be a, a really bad person, but I know I wouldn't be as kind as I am. I wouldn't have it in me to have as much love in my heart for, especially people who are in the downtrodden circle. So, yeah, I think that answers that question pretty good. If I do say so myself. Um, what's it like living on your own and being disabled? Um... This is another thing I don't give myself enough credit for. And I've talked to my friends about this. So. We get these hurdles put in front of us constantly. That we. That are unnecessary. I mean I'm not talking about the eye stuff. Um, just in general. Just people. Make things a lot harder for us. And. Like I said, I'm going to go into a lot more of this stuff when it comes to depression and stuff because that's a big one I want to do. And I know I keep saying it, but I'm, I promise I'm going to do it. I just want to get some of this other stuff out the way. And this one, this podcast, I really want to do. Um, but I, I, I think we downplay a lot of the things that we do because if I go and tell people, if I, get to, if I say it to a random group of people and say, hey, I got my own place and I work, they're going to like, yeah, so what? So do we... Or so will we, or whatever. It's like, yeah, but you didn't have to go through what I had to go through to get to this point. You didn't have to, you know, basically have a shitload of time 
to set a setback in your life that just made everything pause and you had to just people you know because our whole lives people just say you know just take your time you got all this time in front of you well you know from a person who's almost died and a, a person who has wanted to die good parts of his life you know we don't have any day promise to us and i just want to try to make the best of this moment and um you know, I have to start to appreciate everything I've gotten through, including getting my own place, because there's a lot of us that don't, that still will live with their families or, um, you know, get in put it in special homes or whatever. And this isn't this isn't just for visually impaired. This is for anybody with any disability. And that's why I always say we need to stick together because no one's going to look out for us. I mean, there's some I shouldn't say no one. There's a few but we're mainly on our own. And we all get put into this one category, but we all try to differ and go in our own opposite direction. But the reality is we're all the same regardless. Like if you're if you're deaf or you're blind, you're the same. It's just a different sense. You should equally be treated the same. Um and you know, you should be given equal rights to any anything you want in life. You know, the same treatment that any person without either one of those disabilities. Or if someone has both. I mean, they're going to need a little more help, but damn it, give it to them. Um, but I'm starting to try to appreciate the fact that I can sit down in my recliner and I can do my own thing. Um, yeah, paying bills sucks, you know. But one of the good things is nice, I can buy whatever I want. I can open my window when I want. I can do what... If I want to have someone over, I can have someone over. I don't got to sneak them in. You know? I, if I want to have a girl over, I can have a girl over. Um, which is funny because I will say this, and I don't know why I'm admitting this. Not, not even admitting because it's not true, but my grandma accused me. I had a girl. I told her I was hanging out with a girl, and she, she accused me of having sex parties. Now, my grandma is 88 years old, and I'm willing to bet anything. That she's only ever been with one man, and that's my grandfather, and which is fine. But I don't know where she heard the term "sex parties," and I really don't know why she thought that of me. Now, I am not saying I'm an innocent little angel in that department. I'm just saying that I don't know where that came from. But it is nice not having to sneak people in. Maybe I'll go into some of those stories, but I, who knows? I don't even know if anyone wants to hear them. But Regardless, um, having your own place, it's it's nice. And sometimes I forget the challenges and, and how I got here. And I have to thank my grandma for letting me stay with her for two years until I finally got approved and, you know, I came off the list and I was the next person and all that. And I thank my mom for help take care of me for many years. And so, you know, I just helped everyone. Thanks for everyone's help just to get to where I get got to. That's why I always thank everybody that I, you know, behind the scenes because I know I couldn't have got here without them. Um, I mentioned certain people because they mean a lot to me and they always will. Um, so yeah, I, I, I it, it's cool. I like having my own place and I got a small place, but it has got a lot of room in it and I got all my nice things in, you know, I control my air conditioner and my lights with my phone and certain stuff and, 
you know, me and the kitty bullet, we, we do well. Um, so yeah, there goes that question. Um, what's your religious beliefs? Okay, so <clears throat> I am not a very religious person. Um, I struggle with my feelings on God. I am not a person that says I believe in God. I am not a person that denounces it either. Like I don't say that God isn't real. I struggle with it because I, I, I feel like if there is this almighty person or being or whatever you want to say who's looking over me, I don't think, like if that's true, and you say he loves everyone equally and so on, then why have I had to go through all these things? Now people say, well, it's a test and this and that. I've had to go through way too much. And I'm not looking for any handouts. I'm not looking for people to just give me a hug or any of that. I mean, that stuff's nice, but I just want to know why. And, you know, I, I do pray sometimes. And not not pray for just things for me, like, oh, I want money or I want this. I usually don't do that stuff. Usually I pray for other people or I pray for a surgery to go well or something like that. Or I just pray and just say, hey, you know, give me a nice girl in my life or give me something that's positive and give me the strength that is. But, you know, I struggle with it. But I think there's a lot of theories on how the how the Bible goes and this and that and how you should live your life. And I think a lot of the Bible, the Bible is really mainly just to help you get through life. It's it's it's, it's like a strategy um, a strategy guide to just say, hey, here's some stories Use it for how you, you know, use it to benefit your life. Um, you know, because I don't like, the, I don't like the idea of, oh, you know, if you 100% believe in God, no matter how many atrocities that you've brought upon the world, you're going to heaven. You know, Hitler can kill 6 million Jews and do God knows what else he did. Or somebody can molest kids and do all these terrible things. And then on the day of his death he just goes i love god i'm all in and they let him in i subscribe more to the uh, and, I, and i've made this up this is this doesn't come from anywhere and i've told like one or two people this um uh, to me there's like a all-star team of hierarchy people like jesus and god and whoever else you want to throw in there and they're sitting at the whatever gates or a table or whatever and you, you you go you're in this room or wherever and they say hey why did you do these things and they, and they go through various parts of your life and the decisions you made and if they and if they know the real reasons why you did them and they feel that you're honest and they say, okay, you're in. Come to heaven. Have all have party. Or party. Party. But if they know you're disingenuous, they're not gonna let you in. But not even just that. They're not gonna let you in if you they go, hey, why did you kill six million Jews? Or why did you, you know, hack off these kids' heads or whatever? And you just go, Well, you know, it was fun. Or even if you're honest, you just go, ah, you know, it's just Things we do in so-and-so in, in -so part of the world. Well, it's not good enough. Because you cause so much problems. Because to me, it's not that I don't believe in God. It's I struggle. I'm, as I said to you before, I'm very visual. And I, I, you know, and I know people say, well, what about feelings and all that? But it's hard for me to believe in something 
that doesn't show up and say, hey, I'm here with you. You know, if he showed up right now and just said, hey, TJ, you know, great podcast. Or, hey, you know, I love you. I'm here for you. Then I'd be like, oh, shit. Hey, there, Mr. Mr. G.O.D., let's do this. Let's hang out. Tell me some stuff. And uh, I'll uh, see you on the other side. Or see you up there. Or whatever the hell. So, I have my own theories. And I, I feel like the other one is that. I don't like I don't like the idea that people say like God just kind of he already has a plan for you and it's just it's going in this direction and you know you don't have any control of it. I don't like that. Cuz if that's true then life sucks. It's pointless. I like the idea of he puts three doors or whatever whatever number, four doors, whatever. He puts them in front of you and you choose A, B, C or D. And depending on what door you choose, that's the direction that that incident is going to take you and that's where your life's going to go. Now, if you would have chose C, maybe you would be in a better part of your life, but you chose A or whatever. And that's kind of how I live it. And I, and again, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying a lot of things have kind of gone that way for me, positively and negatively. Like if I did more of this or I did less of that, I would have taken this door, I could be in a much worse or better place. So um, I know it's very convoluted and, and a little out there. But that's kind of my take. Um, I don't begrudge anybody on what they believe in. But that's just kind of how I, I, I live with it. Um, so, yeah. Um, oh, I like how this is going. So, let's see. What's the next question? Um, what? Oh, who inspires me? Now, this is a tricky one. Who inspires me? Now, there's people that I genuinely like. I'm, I'm like, I was, a, I'm a huge George Carlin fan. Now, no, I don't think he's the greatest comic. I don't think he's like the funniest person in the world. I mean, he was funny, but I love how outspoken he is, and I love that he stands up for what he believes in, and he takes time to say how he feels, and he doesn't care what the pushback is, and I love that about him. There's a comic named Patrice O'Neill who I think is the funniest person ever. Hilarious. And he died recently, uh, you know, not recently, but the last eight years. It's been so long. Time goes so fast, so I don't know. But hilarious guy. He just, he wasn't afraid to be honest. Um, get another comic, Jim Norton. Like, again, he's a dirty comic, but he says things that are, are, are not the just typical opinion. Um... Now I'm gonna say something. This is gonna this is gonna be odd. People are gonna take this whatever way they want. So I was listening to he used to be on a radio show called Opie and Anthony, and he was telling a story about him hanging out with his guy friends, and they would play this game called Monster Rain. Now Monster Rain, it was a, it basically would rain, and they would go under the porch, and they would give each other oral sex. Now they're they were like eight six years old in that area so they didn't know any better and it wasn't a sexual thing it was just some weird thing they did as a kid now the point of me telling that story is he's telling this on national radio where they have millions of viewers or listeners and i'm like why is he saying this now the more i listen to the show beyond that episode i realize he's just an honest person and he's not afraid of judgment he's not afraid to be himself now, I know that was an out there story, but it doesn't matter. I'm trying to live my life like that. 
though I don't have that story, I try to get rid of my filter. Maybe it's hurting me in certain circumstances with work or whatever, but own who you are. And I, I'm a huge fan of people like that. Like I'm a big Eminem fan um, because of how honest he is and the fact that he is in a a genre of music that is not, you know, is, is created by a different color, but he still does it and he pays respect and homage to it, but also talks about whatever issue is on his mind, regardless if you agree with him. I don't agree with everything he says, but he's still honest enough and will stand on his own. Um, you know, who I, I mean, I look up to my mom, I look up to my grandma for some of the things they do. I take bits and pieces of people and I add it to my armor. I don't think everything my mom does and grandma does, I agree with. That doesn't mean I won't love them any different, but I will, there's good parts about them that I accept and I'm like, yeah, I need to keep that going. But I think we just look at our families and just think, oh, they're godsend and we need to just, you know, we, they can't do any wrong. But the reality of it is, is they make mistakes too. And, you know, sometimes you got to cut the, you know, a lot of times you got to cut the chain of the bad parts of your family. Um, and that, and that, that's like an overall theme of me and with a lot of these questions. Like I, I didn't go to Philly and a lot of things, things didn't happen. Um, you know, I would have never, if I didn't have the experience that I had, I would be a different person and I would probably keep the chain going, you know, or, you know, I'd, I don't, that's probably not the proper way of saying that, but I would, I would keep the circle of life or keep the circle of my family in the wrong direction just keep keep it going to the point where i'm just i'm basically a, a mirror image of whatever my dad or my grandma or, or whatever in the, in the areas that i don't want to be them you know um so yeah um sorry my the phone you know went black so i have to figure out what the next question is um so who inspires me um i'm trying to think is there anybody else um you know, and people who inspire me, I just love people who don't look for the pat on the back, but just do the right thing. Even though this world doesn't accept a lot of that, they just do the right thing. Not for money, not for any political reason or whatever. They just do what needs to be done. Um, I just look for kind people. I, I, like, I love just kind people. I really do. Um... So yeah, I, you know, that that's who inspires me. I know I mentioned a few people, celebrities or whatever, but I I don't I'm not a really big celebrity hound person. Like there's a lot of people I listen to musically that I don't really care what they do in their life. I don't really care. even with the, with the people I did mention. I don't really I just some of the things they say and do, the way they carry themselves, I'm just like I respect the hell out of that. Um, but if I think of some other one else, I will I will Bring that back. Uh, what type of people do you dislike? See, now this one I love. I love this question. People I dislike. Ooh, it's a huge population. A huge part of the population, I should say. Um, I hate closed-minded people. I really do. I, I don't like people who are just about whatever whatever rules are put in front of like, I think I think the, the idea of HR is a joke. I think, you know, I mean, I mean, the idea of it is okay as far as 
for harassment and, and, you know, any abuse or anything yet. But, like, for words and just for nonsense and just, you know, just utter crap. It, it It's just we censorship. Like, I, I don't understand any of the censorship. I, I hate, I shouldn't say hate, but whatever. I dislike people who are just closed-minded. I don't like people who are biased. That's what all this political culture is. I don't like people who stick to their side because, you know, they'll blindly follow people who look like them. And that goes on any culture. White, black, dumb, people who just follow and who don't lead and people who just follow the people who look like them instead of hearing people out. Um, I hate this whole cancel culture. People who are just trying to ruin people's lives because something they said 30 years ago or something they said in a conversation. Anything taken out of context, that's the problem. Context is missing from everything now. Articles don't even... Articles will have headlines that aren't really what's in the story. But it's just to you know trick you into reading it because they get paid for those clicks. You know, that's what clickbait is. Put a title for a video and people watch it. And it's like, well, that's not what this is about. Um, yeah, I, I just don't like dishonesty. Um, I hate disloyalty. Like, that's my biggest thing. Just be honest with me, regardless if you think I'm going to like it. And just be loyal to me. Because I am a loyal person. And if there's anything I am, that's one thing I am. I will. I mean, I didn't even want to get another cat just because I was so loyal to Diva. But I had to because I need something to fill that void. Don't get me wrong. I, do, I really do love Bullet. But, you know. He'll probably show up at some point in this podcast. But anyway. Yeah. Those are the people I dislike. Um, I love kind people. And I love people who are just honest. I, And then the opposite. I dislike. I, I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you came from. I'm willing to hear anybody's story. You know, I actually thought of one day going to AA meetings. Or any of these whatever, alcohol anonymous, any a sex sex addict anonymous, whatever they are, drug all the drug ones, like just to hear people's stories. Not that I have those problems, because another thing that I haven't said about myself, I don't I've never smoked a cigarette, never smoked weed, and never did any type of drug. Nothing wrong with those um to, you know, there's nothing wrong with weed, there's nothing wrong, whatever, a little alcohol, whatever. But it's not my thing. Um, now I was also kind of a pussy of a kid. I was afraid of everything, obviously. I went to the bathroom by myself, so I wasn't really gonna, if I didn't want to raise my hand, why do you think I'd light up a cigarette and just say, let's have at it? Um, peer pressure didn't get to me too much. I kind of said no to everything. It's kind of the opposite of me and my sister. My sister was more the yes person than I was the no person. Um, so it's kind of why we've taken different paths. Um, but yeah, those are the people I dislike. I don't, I don't understand why anyone would, I I don't like corporate people and people just run people's lives and demand things and, you know, stuff like that. Anyway, I don't want to spend too much time on that one. Um, what if I woke up and could see? This one I love. This is from my friend Roxy, who I call Bear, and it's another story, but... This is her question. Um, 
what if I woke up again? See, we, we talked about this. And people think, now people would, it, could imagine probably I would go in the positive direction. But in the early beginning of, my, of that happening, would affect me. I would lose my job, most likely. Disability would get rid of me, or they would cancel my disability, I should say. Um, I mean, unless I faked it, but I'm not really good at faking anything. So I just, you know, there's that. Um, I think it would impact my life a lot more negative, at least in the beginning. And I don't know what it would be like to see well. I really don't. Even if it, like, I thought about it, like, in my left eye, I could see better in my left eye. If I could just get the same sight I have in my right eye, how weird that would be. It would be really trippy. Um, I don't know if I have, like, a really great answer for it other than that. Like, I, I, I mean, yeah, obviously positive things can come down the road. But I think short term, it would impact me in a negative way. Um... Now again, more job opportunities would open up, and but that's the sad part. That that's what would have to happen for me to get that. Um, but yeah, that, that that's again, you know, that's about right. Um, okay, do you ever? Um, oh, do you ever use your eye condition to get sympathy? No. Um, sometimes I'd like sympathy. I will. I'll admit that. Um, now have I ever used my eyes to get some things? Like in college, I used my eyes so I could take uh, a test home. But have I ever used it for sympathy? No. Nah, I, yeah, nah. I'm, I'm trying to be, I'm being honest here, and I'm trying to think if I ever really just was like... I mean, you know, I mean, I'm sure there was something, but No. Like, somebody asked me, did I ever use it to get laid or, or just to get girls or whatever? No. Because most people don't care about that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, most people are very judgmental anyway. So it's like, you know, unless you're like some super hunky guy, it's probably not going to work. But yeah, no, I can, I can safely say I never used that, which is good. Um, what, are your, what are some of your goals? So, my goals... I would love to get a new job. I, I you know, I, I would like this podcast to go somewhere. I would like to, I want to just be somewhere where I can help people, you know, maybe do some stuff with animals. Um, I want to get a, I want to get a house. I have an apartment, but I'd like to get a house. I want to keep adding to my savings. Um, I like to have multiple pets. Can't right now in the apartment. They only allow one. Um, but, um, you know, I'm not big in making a lot of money. I'm not big in, you know, I'm not going to be one of these guys like, oh, I want a, you know, I want a celebrity like model wife. And I don't care about that. I'd like a good woman in my life and, and I want to be happy. Uh, I'd like to travel. I'd like to just really do whatever I can to, um, help and impact other people like me and you know spread more awareness um i know maybe they're kind of cheesy but that's kind of how i feel honestly um what are my insecurities well i mean 
the eye stuff, obviously. I'm very insecure about it. But I have a lot of scars from the surgeries and, and, and all. And, you know, I have a scar from the feeding tube and a scar from the gallbladder being removed and all that. And, um, you know, it's, it, it you know, especially being a guy and getting to know women and in the dating scene and, and you know, trying to, you know, I know how people look at me sometimes. Um, and it, it's hard because I, I, I try to feel attractive. I try to own who I am and I do a lot of times, but there's a lot of times I just feel so ugly and, and it's hard. It's hard. I don't, it's hard for me to really get close to someone and, and trust them and know they actually care about me regardless or actually think that I'm cute or whatever um you know um like I said the eyes it's all basically revolved around the eyes stuff um yeah I mean I guess I'm just very insecure about me and uh, as a whole like I, I, I try to I try not to be so uncomfortable in my own skin. And some days I'm better and some days I'm not. But it's just, it, I don't know how it comes across to some people. And that's why I'm trying to do, I'm trying to put everything out there. So I have no room to just hide anymore. Um, let me see. I have a friend who actually just texted me while I'm calling him. Interaction, friendships, and very people. Sorry, people. I'm just reading a question here. Friendship, very. Oh, okay. So, this is a question that just came in. Um, what it's like to have friends that are visually impaired? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, I've dated visually impaired girls. The first girl I was ever with was visually impaired, and I didn't think it was weird at the time. But, no, it's not weird. I shouldn't even say that. Because I've dated girls of different colors. I've dated, you know, a girl who was six foot two. I dated a girl who was four foot ten. You know, I've dated girls who were a little bigger. I dated girls who were really skinny. I, I've tried it all. Um, and I, yeah, I've dated girls who are visually impaired. And it, it's 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 not bad. Like it's it's same old same old. Now it's weird because. To get around to see each other, you actually have to take Uber or have people drive you, which sucks. Kind of takes the romantic part of that. Like, I'm going to show up at your house and surprise you. It's like, well, there goes another $30. But, um, but yeah. Um, but, it's like, just having friends, like, some of my closest friends are visually impaired and blind. You know, I know a lot of them. Um, I say the one... one problem is that we all struggle with our problems and we don't i don't think we stick together enough you know i i love my friends regardless if they have any ailments or not but the ones that do i know they know my struggle regardless if they have the same situation or the same disability or whatever they have been through shit and they have the scars and and you know visually and internally and I know you can just tell. Like, I hate those people that have to the, the wear the shirts to say, you know, I'm a survivor. 
If you're a true survivor, you don't have to tell people. We know. We can feel it. From from another person who, quote unquote, is a survivor or whatever. I never will wear that shirt because I don't care about drawing attention to myself. I just want to be accepted. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's nothing wrong with... Again, I, I guess this would probably be a better question for someone who doesn't have a vision problem and has friends or dates someone, you know, has a lover who's visually impaired or some sort of disability. Um, but yeah, there's no, there, there, it's not weird at all. There's nothing about it um, other than just the idea of not being able to, tr- you know, transport to each other. Just like, hey, I'd like to come over. It's obviously much better to have someone who can drive. At least one of you, but I've had that problem where, you know, a lot of girls don't want to come pick me up or they, they, you know, they don't want to be the one, even though I offer gas money all the time. But I have, I have a lot of good friends, you know, friend Noe picks me up in the morning, takes me home and I'm, I'm super appreciative. Um, you know, but yeah, a lot, and he's, you know, but I have a lot of friends who are visually impaired and their husbands or wives or, or whatever, their family members drive them around and they'll pick me up because they like me because they like that person. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with having anybody with any problems. Um, yeah, I, so yeah, I'm going to end this. I don't know, maybe that was the wrong question to end it on, but, uh, but yeah, screw it, you know? Yeah, we're having fun with this. Uh, this was fun. I liked this. This wasn't like super dark like a lot of the other ones were. Uh, it's a little more upbeat. I hope you got to know me a little more. Um, that's kind of really what I'm trying to get across there. I'm just trying to let people get to know me. And then after that, like, I want to tell other people's stories. And I want to help whoever's listening and that they want to tell their story. You know, I'm hoping I, you know, it sounds corny, but I, I hope this inspires some people to tell their story. I don't care if I ever get credit for anything. I just want people to, you know, like there's a few people I'm ready to interview for the next couple podcasts. And I don't want to talk much. I want to ask a few questions and they just go wherever they go, like where my mom did. I didn't do a whole lot of talking. She just went off. And that that's cool to me. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want any of that. Just because it's my platform, like, I don't even think it's my platform. Like, to me, the bigger this gets, the more it's our platform for anyone who listens. I just want people to listen and care and understand that there's people going through some things that you may not understand, but you don't need to understand. Just accept, you know, accept us and just appreciate us and realize that, yeah, we may not be like you, but that's okay because that's what makes us, that's what makes people awesome. If we were all the same, you know, that's one of the things that people scream at quality and all these things. And the reality of it is like, there's no such thing as that. And it will never achieve that. So we have to find ways around it. Yeah, we could try our asses off the change. Like, I'm trying my best to be as perfect as I can, even though I'll never, I'll never ever come close enough. But I can try. And um, so, yeah. And I think I think one of the one of the problems I've had with doing the podcast is I don't think enough people with vision problems have supported it, or enough people with disabilities have supported it. And then and again, not that they all need to be my biggest part of, you know, the population that listens to me. But I really, we need to stick together and we need to care more about each other. 
in, in life in general too, not just people with problems. But we get divided way too much. And I've always said that people who are disabled are the bottom of the barrel when it comes to life. There's nothing out there for us. We have to take it. We have to fight for it. And that's the bottom line. But if we stick together as a unit and we really look out for each other, not out just for our friends, not out just for our family or people who look like us or people who have the same problems as us. No, all of us. If they're going to put us in one category, then we need to stick together and show them why we are just like them and why we are different and why we deserve love and, and jobs and any kind of compassion and acceptance and so um just before i sign out here like i said again guys i appreciate anybody from the bottom of my heart who appreciate who appreciates who listens to this um please subscribe please listen comment leave five stars or you know if you feel that way if you don't like it then you don't like it um but the bigger this goes, the more people we can possibly help. I want this to be as genuine as it is, and that's why I'm sharing all my secrets and every you know all my insecurities and all that because I need to I need to let it out. Maybe it'll make me better, even though it does stress me out a little bit. Um, but it's therapeutic because I you know therapy ran its course. But that's another podcast. Um, but thank you again, guys. Um, do you have more questions? Hey, for those who have my number, you know, please, uh, or email, please send it to me. But uh, my email is, if you want to get a hold of me who don't know me, my email is myblurredopinion at gmail.com. Uh, my, M-Y-B-L-U-R-R-E-D, opinion, O-P-I-N-I-O-N. Um, uh, at gmail.com. Um, and if you want me to tell your story, please get a hold of me and I will do that as well. Um, but yeah, I'm signing out, guys. Thank you again. And uh, everybody, take care. Stay safe. Bye.